Are you tired of juggling everything all by yourself? Well, guess what? Virtual assistants sometimes need virtual assistants too. After you've gotten a few clients in your business, you might find yourself with a full schedule and no room to grow. If you want to avoid getting stuck at an income plateau, it might be time to delegate. No one knows more about the power of delegation than my friend and support squad member, Christy Yoder. As the CEO of Smart VAs, a virtual assistant agency, she was able to grow her business 10 times within three months after hiring her first first virtual assistant. In this episode of the Support Squad, she's sharing how to get started with delegation and how to do it effectively so that you can scale your business seamlessly. Keep listening if you're ready to outsource some of your tasks so you can focus on your next big goals. You're listening to the Support Squad podcast, where virtual assistants come together to share their best business tools and tips. Virtual assistant for life coaches Sharon Nissen created the support squad with a firm belief in community over competition. Whether you're a new virtual assistant looking for advice on how to get started or an established virtual assistant looking to expand your skills and invite even more abundance into your career, you're in the right place. Working from home doesn't have to be lonely. We're in this together. Now, here she is, the host of the support squad podcast, Sharon Nissen. Hey, hey, you guys, welcome into the Support Squad podcast. I'm so excited about today's episode because it's just always such a treat for me when I get to record an interview with one of my beloved and valued Support Squad members. Um, Our guest today is Christy Yoder. She is one of my Support Squad members, and I wanted to let you guys know, you guys know we only open the doors to the Support Squad membership a couple of times a year. Um, I opened the doors early in the fall, and I thought it might be the last time we'd open for the year, but I've decided I'm going to open the doors just for a brief uh, period of time at the very, very end of December so that anyone who wants extra support with um, getting their business really taking off in 2022, that you'll have the opportunity to join us to get access to all of the training, the coaching, the support, the resources that are inside of the Support Squad membership. Because when you join, beautiful things happen. And I want you guys to all be able to access that before 2022. So the doors will be opening at the end of December. If you want to get on the wait list, that's going to give you access to special discounts. I always give generous discounts to the folks that join the wait list before we open the doors. So if you want to get be first in line for those discounts, head over to the support squad.com slash membership, and that will get you on the wait list so that you get access to, um, to, to special discounts when we open up. So go ahead and join that. And um, with that said, I want to dive into my conversation with one of my support squad members, Christy Yoder. But first, let me tell you a little bit about her. She is a remarkable person. So Christy Yoder is the founder and CEO of Smart VAs, a virtual assistant agency. Like I said, she was able to grow her agency 10 times within three months after hiring her virtual assistant, uh, her first virtual assistant. And now she has a team of over 45 virtual assistants with almost 90 active clients. So it's safe to say Christy knows a thing or two about delegation and hiring virtual assistants. She is an ultra expert, and I am thrilled to be able to share her with you guys today um, so that you can learn about how you can start to delegate so that you can grow your business um, as well. So without further ado, let's dive into my conversation with Christy. 
Hey, Christy. Welcome to the Support Squad podcast. Hey, Sharon. Thank you so much for inviting me. (laughs) Of course. I'm so excited. It's always fun to have one of my support squad peeps actually on the podcast. And I have always been so impressed um, seeing everything that you do in your business. And I'm so excited to have you on today to talk about your specific zone of genius, which is about delegating and hiring virtual assistants, which I know you have so much expertise in. So I'm just thrilled to have you on today. Um, And before we get started, um, getting into delegation and all of that, I'd love to know just a little bit more about you and your business and how you got started. Sure. Um, by the way, I want to thank you for, for doing such an incredible job, you know, coaching virtual assistants and what you do. It's very important in our society right now because nobody wants to support somebody, right? And so if you see someone who is there for somebody, I, I just admire admire them and they're like my inspiration. So thank you. You're doing a great job. And I love the resources that you have inside your um, support squad resources. Oh, thanks so so much. (laughs) You're welcome. So yeah, my name is Christy Yoder. I am the founder and CEO of Smart VAs. Um, Smart VAs um, is a virtual assistant agency. Um, It's based here in the United States, but my team members are all from the Philippines. I was born and raised in the Philippines. A couple of years ago, I moved to the States. So I'm brand new here in the States and I'm starting to hate the cold. (laughs) And my husband is like, a couple of years ago, I told my husband, I don't really mind the cold. Like, I love it. It's refreshing. And he's like, you're crazy. But now that we have a puppy and I take him out two or three times a day, Mm -hmm. I told my husband, I hate the cold. And he told me, congratulations, you are now American. (laughs) So so yeah, um, Yeah, so I just yeah. moved a couple of years ago. Um, I'm learning a lot as a business owner and also um, as a as an individual um, living here in the states. Um, and I also host a podcast called Master Delegator. So the podcast is all about delegation and hiring virtual assistants. Um, I am an extrovert. Um, I consider myself as one of those people who can do everything, like from admin, social media, website, graphics, marketing, everything, anything you can think of, I can do all of them. But of course, like what they say, if you can do everything, you're like a master of none. Yes, so, yes. Uh, so I started um, three years ago as a virtual assistant when I was still in the Philippines. And then when I moved to the States, I just had... I, I I had expanded my my network and a lot of people are coming to me to to help them with their business and I got so overwhelmed and stressed out because I'm the type of person I mean back then that couldn't couldn't say no to to my clients or even to to other people and so during that time I was just accepting a lot of clients until I hit the point of burnt out burnout and. I was just stressed and overwhelmed. And then one day I decided to, to delegate. I thought of um, why not hire somebody from the Philippines um, to help me with my business. And from there, when I hired my first um, full-time virtual assistant, my business grew like five times from, mm-hmm. what, I, from what I have earned um, three, months, um, three months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, from the time I hired my first virtual assistant. So now at Smart VAs, we are a team of 50 plus virtual assistants. (laughs) And we are now catering to 90 
and I mean, I think ninety between ninety to ninety five clients that are that are based here in the states. So, just imagine, I I was a virtual assistant. I'm a virtual assistant who outsourced, who delegated, and now I was able to to build my agency with the mission to help business owners here in the states, you know, to not experience the same burnout and stress that I have experienced before when I was trying to do everything. And I also have a mission to help out my fellow countrymen in the Philippines because I know how it feels, you know, living there. The traffic is bad and the compensation is not really good. So yeah, um, that's pretty much me, and I. I have a puppy, which is currently <laughs> underneath my chair, <laughs> kind of <laughs> like being observant of what I do and waiting for me to give him treats. <laughs> so nice to have those little furry co-workers with us all that the time. That is so true. <laughs> well, what an incredible journey. I mean, 90 a client, that is incredible. What an amazing like what an amazing thing you've built. And I love that you have such a mission behind it too, of helping um, people here and people back from your home country. What a beautiful mission. So I, I um, obviously anyone that has, is, is managing 90 clients and a team of 50 plus, you know, a little something about delegation. <laughs> so I know everyone's really excited to hear about that. So to start, I mean, let's start from square one. What is delegation and what does that mean for service providers? Yeah, um, I actually looked up the meaning of delegation on Google and I was about, I was kind of planning on like mentioning the meaning of delegation first before I give my own version of delegation. But the meaning, like delegation's meaning on Google just doesn't justify what it really means. So <laughs> I decided not to mention it because it's just, I don't know. <laughs> it's, 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 I don't think it would make sense. Um, but um, delegation in my own terms, um, <laughs> uh, description uh, would be the act or the process of a- assigning a task to someone else other than yourself and it's knowing what you can do and what you cannot do and not trying to do it all Mm -hmm. i mean it's it's okay to fake it till you make it maybe first few years of your business but it is not sustainable Mm -hmm. so delegation to me it's having a humble attitude that admits that you are not good at everything and that there is somebody who can do the task better than yourself because you are not expert. You are not an expert um, in every task that there is. Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Be, just being able to pass things off can open up so much more. Um, and then, so like we know now that we know kind of what delegation is, that it's like passing off those tasks, people might be thinking, well, do I really need to do that? Like, is that right for me and my business? So in your experience, why should um, uh, virtual assistants and service providers start thinking about delegation? Right. Um, I like what you said that, is it right for my business? Like I'm telling you, even if you don't have a business, you need to delegate. Mm-hmm. Like even like, even if you, even if you're not working, maybe if you're just a, a if you're a mom, you know, taking care of your baby, you need to delegate. Like you cannot do, you cannot vacuum your 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 floor every day. You cannot fold your clothes at the same time washing your dishes or feeding your baby. You have to delegate. So you have to talk to your husband to kind of divide house chores between yourselves or 
employ someone to help you with your with with the housekeeping or with your baby. So even in your personal life, you need to delegate. How much more if you own a business, right? So if you own a business right now, you certainly have to delegate 100% of the time. So you should delegate because you don't have enough hours in a day to do everything. You are not expert in everything. You need to focus on things that matter the most to your business, like strategic thinking and business expansion. And you need to delegate for your own sanity as well. Because I don't know about you, like I started my own business so that I can live a freedom-filled lifestyle and so that I can control my own time and so that I can spend time with my family and friends and my loved ones. But if I own a business and, I, and I'm and i not able to do those things, like what's the point? Like what's the point of having an income only to neglect the people that you love. And I believe that we should not be run by our business. We should be the one running our business. Yes. Yes. I totally agree. And I love how you started with talking about personal delegation, like delegation in our personal life. I know for me, that's kind of where I started with delegation. When I first started my business, it was like, okay, well, I mean, obviously I can't do everything with my kids and the house and my business. So that was like my first taste of delegation, like starting to, um, you know, order meal kits. I call that like micro delegation, like, um, starting to just like this, let, let go of certain things. Like I can't do everything. So that was kind of like the first step for me is like, what can I delegate in my personal life? What can my husband take over or where can I ask for support or like simplify things with meal kits or grocery delivery and things like that. And then, um, but then starting to think about it in your own, in your business and actually hiring people. I think that's where sometimes people get a little bit scared. <laughs> so for that person who, who, um, who's wondering like, is it right? for me to start doing that? Like, who do you think um, it is important? Um, who, who who would benefit from delegating in their business? Yeah, I mean, again, everyone should delegate. But since we're talking about business, I'm going to talk about specific. So business owners, um, that's the number one who should delegate. Uh-huh. CEO, managers, directors, heck, even VAs need to <laughs> delegate. Like me, I was a VA and I delegated. I outsourced. You know, if you're a VA and you feel like you're overwhelmed and stressed out, maybe it's time to expand your business. Don't don't try to do everything, uh, you know, all at once because we only have like 24 hours a day and that is something that we cannot control. We cannot add back hours to right. our day-to-day life. So make sure that you spend time on things that are really important. We we only have so much time and energy and resources in a day. So make sure that you use those things to the things that will really impact your life, personal, professional life, and even people that you are serving. Mm-hmm. Yes, I totally agree. And then, uh, so if, if people are starting to think like, okay, maybe a delegation would be right for me. Um, maybe I could start to think about this, but a lot of people I think don't know when they think that they have to have a certain like, um, amount of money in their savings or something, or they need to be at a certain place at, at a business. So how do you know when it's the right time to start to delegate things in your business? Yeah, um, that is actually a good question. So at first, when you're starting out your business, of course, you won't 
think about outsourcing yet or delegating yet because you're you you have to be careful about how you spend your money in your business mm-hmm. and you have to make sure that everything that you do you know really provides value to your business so when you're when you just when you're just starting out your business you may be doing things alone you know for the first maybe for the first one year of your business but if you hit the point that you are stressed and overwhelmed already then i think that is really the time to, mm-hmm. to delegate because um i think a lot of people they are they are scared of delegating because um number one they feel like delegation or hiring a va is something that would not give them a return income mm-hmm. they think that ah oh, it's just an expense Mm-hmm. If I can just do it all myself, then I would be able to to save the money for for just myself. Mm-hmm. But that is actually wrong thinking. So I think a lot of people they think that they don't have money yet or the budget yet to hire a virtual assistant. So I think what I would say to those people is just think just think about you know the coffee that you bought at Starbucks. Like how many like in a month? How many did it did it did it cost you? You know, maybe for a month or two months, stop going to Starbucks so you can save up for, you know, for your for for delegating or for hiring a VA to help you with your business. Or think about your current pricing model right now. Maybe you are pricing too low. Mm-hmm. If you're pricing too low, then maybe you can bump it up a little bit so you can have, you know, the budget to pay for a VA, like there are so many things that you can do in order for you to get ready, you know, um, when it's time for you to to hire a virtual assistant. So, um, you know, when it's time to delegate, when your business is stuck, when you yes. feel like, ah, oh, my business right now is not growing. And maybe your business is not growing because, again, you're doing everything alone and you just you just don't have the capacity to do admin, to do marketing, to do sales call, to do um, admin tasks, to follow up with your clients. Those those tasks are done by different people. So if you are the only one doing those things, I'm pretty sure that you're not able to give your best in each of those tasks. Mm-hmm. So that's maybe why you're stuck. That's maybe why your business is not growing because you're the only one who who does everything. So again, like what I said, when you start your business uh, for the first, uh, for the first year, I mean, it's okay that you do everything because you're just careful with everything, with the budget and all your financial status. Status, but when you hit the point that you feel like you are ready to to hire a VA, do it. Do not be afraid because I have met a lot of people who are very scared of letting go. They're scared mm-hmm. of not having that control over their business, but I'm telling you, after a couple of months of of delegating, it might be scary for the first time. You know, it's kind of like entering a relationship. You don't know if it's going to work or not, right? Mm-hmm. You have to have a good communication with your VA. Um, you have to have um, a good relationship with your with your VA. You know, you need to to put your your time energy and effort in in delegation but that's just for the first few months because you're mm-hmm. still kind of trying to to see if it will work out for you and i think a lot of people they a lot of people they delegate to other people um 
just for the sake of delegating. I think I I I think if you if your heart or if your desire is to just delegate because you want to take a task off your plate, then that is not going to get you anywhere. You should have a vision behind behind delegating. Mm-hmm. Yes, I totally agree. And uh, for me, I, I see um, a common theme that comes up with um, like my one-on-one clients where I, where when I know they need to delegate is when they've um, gotten all of these great clients, but they're not hitting their income goals. Like, like how you said, when you're stuck in your business, like you, you're full, your roster is full of clients. You don't have any more time to serve clients, but you're not making as much money as you want. That's when it's time to like raise your prices and bring in like team members to support so that you can continue to grow. Um, So I totally agree with what you said. And then, so one thing you mentioned is that, you know, there can be so many things um, to outsource in your business. Um, So admin, marketing, all of these different things. How do you know what to delegate and how do you make sure that onboarding is effective with your, with your serve or with your team members? Yeah, that's actually a good question. Um, I actually have... I prepared my notes here because <laughs> I really want to be able to provide, you know, great value to your, to your audience. So how to know what to delegate and how to do it effectively. First things first, you need to have a goal and vision for your business because when everything fails, you're going to go back to your, to your goal and to your vision. So if you don't have yet a goal and a vision for your business, you know, sit, sit and plan how you are going to, to to plan it out like what do you want to achieve this quarter what's your goal for this quarter or for this year or for 2022 and what's the vision that you want to see after a quarter or after a year whatever it is you need to have a goal and vision for your for your business and make sure that you 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 are smart about it i'm sh- i'm pretty sure you have heard of of smart goals like specific mm-hmm. measurable measurable attain real timely Mm-hmm. And then after you have your goal, your vision, and you know your smart your smart goals, um, you have to make a detailed inventory of your task. So if if you are listening right now, I encourage you to get a pen and paper, and then, um, like, like draw two columns on your paper, and then on the left side, write down for growth, and then on the left side. Sorry, for on the left side, write down for growth. And then on the right side, write down for, for daily operations. Mm-hmm. So what you're going to do is since you already have your goals for this quarter or for this year or for next year, you are then going to write down the tasks that you think are necessary for you to do in order for you to achieve your goals. So let, let's say you have 25 tasks. You are now going to segregate those 25 tasks and um, classify them if, if they are for growth. For growth, meaning it would take a few months before you see results. And for daily operations, these are the things that you are going to do um, every day in order to achieve your goals. Mm-hmm. So again, segregate your tasks based on your goals and classify them under um, each of these criterias for growth or for daily operations. So now that you have segregated your um your your class your class i'm sorry your task <laughs> class i'm thinking about school um <laughs> now that you have segregated segregated your task um i want you to 
to funnel down those remaining tasks by creating um, four quadrants. Um, so again, if you have a pen and paper right now, um, create four quadrants. Um, and then what you are going to do is on the upper left, you really have to be good in imagination here if you really understand what I'm, <laughs> I'm saying. I'm picturing it right now. Um, I can picture so it. <laughs> if you really, so, so, so for instance, if you already have four quadrants, then what you're going to do is on the upper left quadrant, which is your quadrant one, those are the tasks that you are good at and enjoy. So mm-hmm. write down the tasks that you are good at and enjoy on quadrant one, which is the upper left quadrant. So do that most of the time. And then the next box is the upper right quadrant, which is your quadrant two. Write down the task that you are not good at, but you enjoy doing. So (laughs) do that 10% of the time. And then on the lower left quadrant, which is your quadrant three, these are the tasks that you are good at, but don't enjoy doing. So delegate that 90% of the time. Lastly, lower left quadrant, which is your quadrant four. These are the tasks that you are not good at and you don't enjoy doing. You should delegate that 100% of the time. So now, um, if you have those 25, 25 tasks that you have classified under for growth and for operation, categories, you are now going to uh, divide them into these four different quadrants so that you know what you're supposed to do, what you're not supposed to do, and what you should delegate. Um, this might be hard to imagine, but I'm going to send you like like an image of this, like more information about this, so you can include this um, in your show notes. So sure. yeah, I think I think for me, that has really helped me a lot, you know, because if you have a goal and vision for your business, you are not just relying on yourself. You know, you will not think that uh, I cannot do everything or I can do I can do everything because you're not depending on yourself. You know, you 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 have a vision and and goals to achieve, and that will inspire you. Oh, that will, the doggy. <laughs> he agrees. Thank you. And <laughs> those goals and vision that you have, those should um, motivate you to delegate. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like the doggy says, <laughs> like yep. ideas. I totally agree. And um, yes, I understood the visual perfectly, what you're talking about with the quadrants. I think that's such a wonderful way to look at our tasks. And I love that even the one um, where you said um, the things that you're you're not that great at, but you enjoy doing, still doing them 10% of the time, even just because you enjoy it. Like I, I like giving yourself that little bit of grace to do the things that you love to do. <laughs> um, so that is so helpful and so actionable. I love that you gave us such a clear way to go and map that out for ourselves. So thank you so much for sharing that with us, Christy. And then, yeah, and I'm sure everyone by now, I mean, is so impressed with you and everything that you know about having (laughs) built your, this beautiful agency and, and, and knowing delegation so deeply. What are the best ways for us to get in touch with you, learn more from you, work with you? Can we hire your VAs? Like what is the best way to, to get in touch with you? 
Yeah, sure. Um, so you can find me on Instagram. I am most active there. So my handle is Christy Abby Yoder. So that's K-R-I-S-T-Y, Christy Abby, A-B-B-Y, Yoder, Y-O-D-E-R. And you can visit our website, smartvirtualassistance.com to find out more information about us. And to, to kind of have an idea of what we do, we are actually not like your other uh, virtual assistant agencies because we provide a team of virtual assistants. So unlike many virtual assistant agencies that only assigns one dedicated virtual assistant, we assign a team of virtual assistants because we believe that a growing business has many moving parts and one VA alone cannot do everything. Like, heck, if you don't want to do everything, don't let your VA do everything as well because right. your VA is not also expert in everything. Mm -hmm. And so we provide a team of virtual assistants. And aside from a team, we also provide a project manager who will um, project manage all your tasks who will meet with your team of VAs and make sure that the tasks are that all tasks are done on time and and properly and also you know you'll get a team of virtual assistant a project manager all for the price of one so um that's actually our unique value proposition and that's why we have 90 clients right now <laughs> and you know um and we don't really accept a lot of clients we make sure that they are that they are really ready to delegate because mm -hmm. we want to make sure that you know we support businesses that are really ready to grow like because sometimes you know a business owner would be like I'm ready to delegate but they don't really have a vision and goal for their for their right. business but we also help them out with that if, if necessary Nice. What an amazing business model. I love that. I love what you said about if you don't love doing everything, like don't have your VA do everything. I see that common problem come up so often with business owners where they're so overwhelmed. They just want to pass it all off to one person. And that, that can become a problem in so many ways. So I love that. I love that you provide that team of support so that everyone's working in their like zone of genius. That's amazing. What a cool business model. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So I hope everyone, you guys should all get in touch with Christy in all the places. I'll have all her links in the show notes. And then Christy, one thing I always like to ask my guests at the end of the show, what is the one thing about you that's totally separate from your business? So whether it's a hobby or just something you enjoy doing or just a fun fact about you, what's something we don't know about Christy? <laughs> I love watching Korean dramas. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So it's um, like I don't work on weekends because I value my time, you know, with my family and also with my puppy. So <laughs> and I like I don't want to just sit around and not do anything. I want to make sure that I'm also feeding my creative mind. So so, so when I, whenever I have free time, I watch Korean dramas, although I don't understand Korean, but that's okay. <laughs> it's their, their TV shows are just very creative. Yes. Uh, one of my very best friends, she, she was like a fanatic for, for Korean dramas. And so I know a little bit about them. I've seen some and they're, they are like very unique. So I totally get that. That's awesome. <laughs> I don't know if that, that answers your question. 
Am I understanding yes, yes, of correctly? Course, okay. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I just always like to know a little bit, a little bit about someone beyond just like their business. It's just always fun to hear just like what you're interested in or what you like to do. Yeah. So that answered it perfectly. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah. So Chrissy, thank you so much for sharing all of this today. You gave us so much to think about and bring into your businesses. And guys, if you, I mean, if you take anything away today, just know that um, you know when you delegate, it's going to open you up to so much more in your business. I mean, just look at Christy. Like, what did you say? Like your business grew 10 times. What did you say? 10 times after the first three months of hiring your first virtual assistant. Exactly. And, you know, if I can just share a little bit, like I am not from the States, like I'm from the Philippines, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm pretty new to this country. I'm, I'm pretty new, pretty new to the culture. How much more, if you're, if you're the one, if if you have lived your entire life here in the States and you know people, you are more confident about talking to, to people like you, you know, the same language, the same, maybe color, if that, if that makes sense, because I struggled with that when I started uh, my, my own business, you know, I, I was like, I wish I speak English as mm. my first language, you know, because I mm. sometimes I have bad English days and, mm. you know, so I have to get through all that through the help of my, you know, mentors, coaches and friends as well. Well, I think that's amazing. That's an amazing point to bring up that, you know, and what what I think is amazing about the online space is that if you, we, we can all, you know, achieve what we want. I mean, some of us, you know, being English speakers, you know, there's a certain amount of like privilege that comes with that, that I think a lot of us like white English speaking Americans should recognize. Um, And then I just think it just makes me have even more respect for the people that are putting themselves out there. And even if it feels uncomfortable at times. So, and one thing about people that don't have English as their second language, I always like to say to people like that, like, I always admire someone that has an accent or doesn't have perfect English, because that means that you speak two languages. I speak one language. I speak English pretty well, but I don't speak any other. So I'm always impressed by someone that speaks a second language, even if it doesn't sound exactly perfect. I just always like to to recognize that too. So exactly. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. I think you're such an inspiration and I really appreciate you being here today and sharing all this with us and I'll see you in the squad. Of course. Yes, (laughs) of course. Yeah. Thanks, Christy. Thanks so much for tuning into the Support Squad podcast. Make sure to check out the show notes for this episode on thesupportsquad.com. If you liked today's episode, I'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Got questions or want to chat about what you heard today? Find me on Instagram at at the Sharon Nissen and shoot me a DM. I'd love to chat with you. Talk soon.